2: This is the dead end with Josh and AC. Joshandac.podbeam.com. Follow us on social media at Josh and AC on Facebook, Josh and AC
1: Podcast on Instagram. Visit our YouTube page, Josh and AC Podcast, or send us an email. Josh and at gmail.com.
2: Everybody and welcome back to season three, episode one of the Dead End with Josh and AC. I am Josh. AC's across the room. We have some special things in store for this launch of season three. Thanks for coming back, everybody. AC, how the hell are you doing?
1: Uh, we're doing. I'm doing fantastic. This is exciting. It only took us uh, 45 minutes to set up. Yeah, as usual, typical. Um, you know, and then we. You know, soon to everybody to find out we have a special guest, so he kind of got the torture of what it's like in the beginning of the show, so we yeah. get set up. But before we get started, everybody, just our typical nothing changes for season three. Welcome in to the dead end with josh and ac. Josh and Excuse me. Season three, episode number one of the dead end with josh and ac. Josh and you know how to find us. And of course, as always, we go over that shit at the end of the show anyway. So welcome in everybody. Thank you to everybody that spent two years with us. We are starting our third year. Uh, it's very exciting. Uh, look at that fade in, fade out kind of thing. Yeah, you know? so Look at you. Apparently we're yeah. in a Mexican land. Well, we still can't figure out how to get all the audio and video recording, because once I get all the programs up, then I forget to plug in the device that actually takes the sound out into the soundboard for the computer. So. Yeah, whatever. We'll but get there eventually. Yeah, yeah, eventually. it only You know, season four, we'll get all this down. But, uh, yeah, so exciting very first show of season three. Uh, Josh has brought somebody to the show. Actually, he kind of showed up on our
2: doorstep, and we were like, "Yeah, you know, because you and me count as like one functioning person. So maybe if we get <laughs> another one in
1: here, yeah,
2: it'll be all right." Well, and we had
1: to like stop going with our usuals because typically we have Ryan, we have my dad, we have yeah. Vinny. It was very, you know?
2: very tense negotiations yeah. for
1: this next one. Well, um, but let's before we go further, let's shout out to my dad who re-recorded, not re-recorded. feeling well, re-recorded. Our intro and was able to do the yeah. memorial spare bedroom stu- uh, memorial M- intro. Intro, intro intro memorial. There you go. He got it. My dad nailed it on the head. So we did get a new intro recorded for season three. So always exciting. So thanks again, dad, for that. Um, always taking care of business for us on that end of things. So, all right. So do you wanna do you wanna get started? But any, everybody, welcome in season three. We're super excited to bring you another action pack season. Um, but Josh, take it away. Okay. So. Now, there's a little timpani here. I'm not sure if our guests can hear this,
2: but he's deserving of a, of a drum roll here. Very funny guy. A friend of mine that I met through comedy uh, was seen on Comedy Central, ESPN, Fox TV, performed at the Brigada all the time, clubs all over the United States, Canada, Europe, Mexico, Guatemala, wherever he goes. He also has a dry bar special, uh, The Notorious FOD. Please welcome Joey Callahan. Joey, are you there?
3: I'm here, gentlemen. Thank All you. Right. Thank you. It's, it's, it's uh, Usually when you when you read my intro, it's always like, found dead in his apartment. So.
1: <laughs> not yet. Yeah, hopefully not. The yeah. summer's still young. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for anybody that wants
2: to follow this guy, uh, follow him on Twitter, at Joey Callahan. Also on Instagram, at Joey Callahan Comedy. And on Facebook, Joey Callahan Comedy. Um, he has a show coming up actually tomorrow um, at Timothy's Restaurant in Exton. You can go to his website joeycallahan.com. dot i, I play that. all
3: the big rooms, Exton. <laughs> um, I, I don't know what's, but why you are missing. I do all the biggies.
2: I was gonna say, you know, I met you in a bowling alley in Reading. So if that's any telling of your career and my career, yep,
3: yeah, pl- playing all the main rooms. It's all good.
2: It's all good. <laughs> but you do it's gotta start somewhere.
3: Checkle clear, boys. When you got that, when you got. You got a daughter <laughs> in college. One, yeah, it's just it's, wherever check will clear.
2: That's right. So now, are you on like a tour right now, or are you just getting back into comedy after COVID? Or,
3: well, well, I mean, it's, uh, yes and yes. I mean, we're all getting back to comedy. It's. I'm finally at a point now where I was on stage the other night and I, I, I was doing an hour and I finally felt like. I'm not bragging about doing an hour. I had to do an hour as part of my contract but I finally felt like I was, my pacing was back. Like the, the whole time, like after we were locked down and I was able to get back on stage and I, and I had to jump back in, it's a muscle, it will atrophy. So like I'm frantically doing a bit and as I'm doing a bit in my head, I'm thinking, oh crap, what am What am I going to say next? What, what What comes next? What, what am I going to do? Did you and get... it, it's nice to kind of get your pacing back.
2: Did you have to write your stuff back down on like note cards? Like... You know, like, first-timers
3: do? I'm fine or... about that. I, I, I have a, a Google Doc, um and I I have, like, buzzwords. And then I just found the greatest thing. uh Google Doc has this talk and type, so you can set it, and I can just run through the bit and just say it the way I would say it. And it types it beautifully, and I can stop it, go back, and edit it, and say, oh, do I like that? So uh, I'm not a sit-at-the-desk-with-a-typewriter kind of fella. <laughs>
2: See, half the time, like, I try to do that. Actually, I was. All right, when I was doing open mics, now, let's face it, folks, I'm not much past a host, but a host is really hard to, to do. And I That's think a very Joey important would agree. Job the
3: show, man.
0: Yeah.
2: It, you know, it, it's a lot more than, you know, people realize goes into it to be a decent MC. But I used to. This was back in the day of cassette tapes. I would put my stuff on a cassette tape and listen to it the whole way to a gig and from the gig to try to, to commit it to memory. But. Now I do a lot more crowd work, so it's easier. But the nice thing about the podcast was when COVID hit, we could do this. So it kind of kept that muscle thing going and kept me kind of fast on my feet. But, like, what did, what did you do when COVID hit? Like, did you have a day job
3: that did? I did a bunch of Zoom shows. They were, uh, they were off-puttingly fun. Like, I expected the worst. And I actually had a lot of fun on the Zoom calls. And the worst thing that can happen to a comedian is I start getting comfortable being home, and <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, I, I can see how someone could become a shut-in. I really do.
2: <laughs> do you still travel with your dog?
3: I, I do when I can. You know, not always, but when I can, I will. I, I like the
2: company. And, I, uh, I remember meeting one of the one of the Goldens at Reading one time. You came after a sh- you were there, like after the show, you went and got the dog, and I'm like, huh, that's pretty cool.
3: Yeah, I'm, a, I'm definitely a, I'm definitely a dog person. I like dogs. I like uh, uh, we 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 rescued during the pandemic. It's so funny. We, like we rescued a Labrador Mastiff. Now keep in mind, I got a I got a yellow lab who will just like sleep on the couch all day. Like the, the Labrador Mastiff is like, hey, let's go for a run. Let's go to the park and throw the ball. And then you look at the yellow lab, and the yellow lab goes. And he goes You know, I wouldn't say no to a pizza if you ordered one. That's great. It's a completely different rhythm. So,
2: do you need like a backhoe to clean lab mass poop up, or what? Say that again, please. Do you need like a backhoe to clean lab mastiff poop up, or I just? Oh my
3: gosh! People go, "Why do you have two eighty-pound dogs?" Because I was not happy with the amount of dog crap one eighty-pound dog left. I knew I could do better.
2: (laughs) Uh, So, how long have you been doing comedy then? Oh, my God. How old are you? Um, well, I think, actually, we started the same time. I was in 88, so. <laughs>
3: you were born in 88, right?
2: Co- correct. Oh,
3: uh, yeah, that's when I started. <laughs> I'm going to be a bastard. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I. Yeah, so. We're...
2: You know, I, n- I never understood that.
3: Like, 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 like getting older, people like make fun of that. But I'm like, you know what? There's no way in hell I would go back to, like, the age you are now. I would never go back. I'm 55. And I'm thinking, you know what? I got money. I got, I got a full head of hair. You know, I got I got my wife and I are back to being empty nesters. I'm mean, like, I get the world out of balls right now. This is really, <laughs> I mean, the thought of going back to being in my 20s, I'd shoot myself.
2: But, okay, so what goes so wrong in your life that you end up being a stand-up comic?
3: Well, uh, so, you know, I, I, it's funny that you say that because I thought John Mulaney did it perfectly. I don't know if you, there's a Netflix special right on right now. And he talks about people always say like stand-up comics are dreams, and they have dark pasts and everything. Hey, listen, we all are dented cans. We all walk with a limp. <laughs> just you know, every everybody's goofy, right? But to me, I just like making people laugh. I mean, I I'm just really fortunately given that gift, and and I like it. I I like the energy. I just like being in a crowd. I don't have to be the center of attention. I just and I just become who I am. And and uh, I guess, funny enough, nine times out of ten, I am the center of attention. But I don't ever try to be the center
2: of
0: attention.
1: Oh, Josh tries. People laugh. Josh tries to be the center of attention. It usually works, but everybody just gets pissed off after but, about ten. But minutes. like, okay, but like,
2: <laughs> you, there is something about going up on a stage and like it, it, that first laugh. It, like once you get it, it's like such a good feeling, and then you just kind of go with it. And, oh my god,
3: yeah, it's an energy. I always feel like when the audience is really with you. Um, and, and you feel that energy. It's like wi- riding a wave. It's really it is like riding an energy wave.
1: Well, I guess Josh and I could relate to it. Like, I obviously don't experience this. You know, I enjoy performing. Like, but my type of performing is like you porn. No, 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 no. Um, like,
3: I, I, th- I don't think interpretive dance is the same thing. But I'm sure <laughs> what you do is lovely. <laughs> no, but like doing I'm doing your age being able to find a choo-choo to fit. for you, man. You be you. <laughs>
1: This is great. Um, No, but anyway, like when we started the podcast, Josh and I were like, what the hell are we going to do? And we literally did our test run episode. And it's so weird to think back that this is almost, it's two years ago. ago. It is exactly two years ago um, that we literally just went with it and we did our pilot episode. And Josh, I think Josh was the encouragement. He's like, let's just go. Let's just kind of write some stuff down and go and see where it winds up. And we released that pilot episode because it it, it sounded good for what it was worth two years ago before we figured out the audio and everything like that. But it's fun and it's motivation because we are the center of attention. Nobody's watching us per se, but we are the center of attention for this podcast. And just seeing the constant downloads compared to where we were is just like, so I I understand the feeling for, for you guys when you're up on stage, like. This is our stage. It's just a di- it's a different form of stage, you know? And hopefully, Josh would agree sure, with that. Definitely. Like, this, ours is definitely yeah. a different, it's a different form of stage, but uh, it's our motivation to keep doing it. And, and, you know, Josh and I go through hell sometimes to record shows to make sure that we're consistently on every week. I
3: heard it. Before we were on, I thought you two were the <laughs> sexual tension between you two. I'm like, oh, I felt awkward. <laughs> I'm like Jesus. I I've never seen two men locked in passion like this. It was it was scary, but yet it was beautiful at the same time. It is so so. perfect
1: that even even he gets to hear it too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, But if only you like we've uh, Joey, if you ever get a chance to go back, it might have been like it might be six or seven episodes ago where Josh and I read a conversation between the two of us.
2: Yeah, we had a textument.
1: Yeah, and it was it was probably our worst conversation. Like as far as like fighting goes, if you want to call it that, it was our worst conversation in a long time. But we read it for everybody because when we look back on it, it's so hilarious. Yeah, we're ridiculous. The, it's ridiculous what goes back and forth. But literally, the fight this morning was really not a fight. It was I was I was getting up and I was trying to message Josh to make sure we had the right equipment to make sure because we knew that we would have you on the phone versus FaceTime. So I was just trying to make sure Josh had the there's a device that we would have needed just in case. And and like the way that I was texting, he's just like you're starting already or something like that. Yeah. And it was just like, and that's the typical, and that's when it all goes. And I literally just said, oh, I'm just going to stop talking now. <laughs> eh. And then when I got Sometimes here.
3: You, just, well, you take the high road, you just stop talking.
1: Well, yeah, but then I got here, <laughs> and he's still sleeping. And I was like, dude, you didn't do my dishes. Yeah. The floor's not vacuumed. Like, typically, he gets here a little bit early, yeah, and we, I'm like, I come kno- to a clean house. So. <laughs> we've known each other
2: like 20 years, at least 20 years At now, least 20 right? years, yeah. And it all started because he used you to know, bully me. Well,
3: well, let me ask this question. I mean, you didn't wash the dishes, right? Fine. You didn't vacuum, which, you know, you could have vacuumed. I think the most important thing to remember here is, were you in the French maid outfit? That really would have come down to
2: <laughs> No, he was half naked in the well, bed. I had, I had a pair of athletic shorts that were riding up because I was sleeping, but I don't know if that counts.
3: It's See, just sad when you hear somebody just give up like that. <laughs> just really the-
2: <laughs> this is great. I love it. <laughs> you think you're gonna make
3: some effort? Put the fishnets on. Just, need a, just one fishnet.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I reside a, a tennis shoe and a high heel sometimes. Cause...
1: That's something. Just you know, throw them a bone. I, I already, put half an know. effort into it. But... Yeah. Don't just come and sleep and not make any effort to do anything. That's what he's trying to tell you, yeah, Josh. You whatever. Know. All right. Well, so okay. So I wanted to. I didn't.
2: It's like like you're.
3: I'm in Vermont and and a comedy club says, "Oh, we got you a lovely bed and breakfast with this lovely gay couple." And you, the whole time they're fighting while you're there, like I just want breakfast. do <laughs> so not hear you guys fight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> see, he's see, he's saying that we're a gay couple, Josh. See how it's this goes? Okay. It's yeah, okay. I've been called worse.
2: <laughs> so, how how did you stumble onto us? Because I was when you messaged me about coming on, I'm like, this, this, I thought it was somebody like hacked your account. Was you know like. Send me fifteen million euro, and I will.
3: You you need to work on your self esteem. You have a lovely show. You're very funny. I enjoy the, the the banter between the two, and and you know you and I know each other from the club. So I mean, I've always been supportive of people that I know. I'll listen. I'm not, I have to be honest with you. I don't listen every week, you know, but but I've listened. All right. Well, that was a good interview and... with
2: Joey Callahan. We got to get you <laughs> off now.
3: Sorry.
1: <laughs> well, just a just a fun fact. Like if I you go back to the YouTube stats. Uh, pretty much about three quarters of the people that watch our YouTube video only watch the first thirty minutes and then they're done. So eh, So you're kinda of falling yeah. in line, Joey. At least you know, at least you give it a yeah, shot. Yeah, absolutely,
3: absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So but I always always support, you know, uh, my comedy because I know it's what we gotta do. Comics have to support each other. It's
2: much appreciated. Like yeah. I said, I run into a lot of people that have been less than genuine in comedy and you're one of the few people that, you know, is actually like a good conversation when you're not looking for money, you know what I mean, kind of thing? Like yeah,
3: I, it just it, Maya Angelou said, "People don't remember what you say; they remember how you make them feel."
1: Yeah. What are you doing over there? Is Josh? that me? Uh, it must be you. You're the only thing connected to the computer. You're mm, making sounds. You anyway, know? <laughs> okay, so let's get. This. Wait, hang on. What? I I like that he said that quote because that's awesome. Because I always I feel the same way as he does. That you just don't ever tell me. Well, no, I yeah, but when it's about like it's it's that people know you at all, right? And how they know you and perceive you. Hopefully, that's the same meaning for you, Joey. It's like. You know, I think you make more friends. What do they say? You make more friends with honey than yeah, vinegar. <laughs> yeah, whatever, however that goes, you know?
3: Yeah. Um, I Again, I, I, I meet a lot of people, and it's just so much easier. But to, don't talk about anybody's religion. Don't talk about their politics. And then, for the most part, everybody's cool then. You know, as long as you leave those two subjects out, everything's cool.
2: Yeah, I agree. All right, next question I have here for you. Did you vote for Trump or Please. Biden? No, no, I'm messing with you. <laughs> um, so you opened, you said you've opened for Weird Al and B.B. King. How the hell did that happen?
3: Well, it wasn't the same night, Josh. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> I was, that would have been a hell of a concert. <laughs> it's, uh, uh well, well, I
3: mean, I will have already done it. We're taping this now, so... By the time this airs, I will have already done it, but this Friday coming, I'm opening up for Tommy James and the Shondells. I saw um, that.
2: I did see that.
3: Yeah. So um, I just... Um, I have been fortunate enough in my career to... Um, there's a comic named Big Daddy Graham covers the soul.
2: Oh, yeah. He was, he um, was the heart of Philly down there.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And, and he had connections with like the man music theater or um the keswick and he he would book the opening acts and i've opened up for george benson chris bode boney james foreigner bb king the smothers brothers dan warwick i've just been fortunate enough to open for a lot of different groups it's pretty cool i like it a lot
2: are crowds like that receptive or like because like i would think it would be hard to open before foreign or are they like like how do they even do that
3: well, they go, typically it's like, it's so funny because, um, they go, ladies and gentlemen, let's put our hands together for our opening act. You hear people go, uh, <laughs> and I usually, I usually typically go like, Hey, who's here to see? And mention the person's name and they get like real, they all go, well, who's here to see me? And some people clap and I go, Oh, you're a bunch of liars. <laughs> and that usually gets a nice laugh. And I said, I want you to look at me the same way. And this is not my line. I had read this somewhere. Uh. When you go to when you go to a deli and you get a corned beef special and you go, I'm here for the corned beef special and then you notice on your plate there's a pickle. And you go, Oh, I love the pickle. I didn't order the pickle, but I'm so happy the pickle's here. I'm the pickle.
2: <laughs> That's great. So how long so, do you have to do to open for them? Do you do like a full hour set or just like twenty minutes? Uh, it depends or...
3: it depends on it depends on um if if the, if the if the if the headliner's there. Uh I forget who it was. I really do can't remember who it was, but They were running late and I had to go up and just, I did like an hour and 10 minutes. And then the person came and the crowd was with me and they were really nice. Um, Sometimes it's just 15 minutes. Sometimes it's 20 to half an hour. It it all depends. Just there to crack the ice, break the ice. And uh, I did save the life of the Temptations. I don't know if you know this story.
2: Uh, I don't. I'm intrigued.
1: uh, Let's hear um,
3: it. I had just opened for The Temptations at, at one, a lovely, lovely theater in Glenside, Pennsylvania. It's probably my favorite theater work, the Keswick.
2: Now, and that's where you are this week with the Shandells, right? That's
3: right. That's with Tommy James and the Shondell at the Keswick Theater in Glenside, Pennsylvania. And um, I just had a great show, thank God. And I went backstage, and coming down the steps from the dressing room were The Temptations, and they were all wearing this purple and black suit. And I looked, I was at the bottom of the steps, and I looked up, and I kind of, like, like, waved. And the last temptation, just big guy pointed at me, goes, funny stuff, little brother. And he <laughs> trips. He trips and falls down the steps. Oh, but, man. but in front of him are the other four temptations. And he, they all fall down. And I literally st- stood at the base of the steps and, and leaned my shoulder in and caught all of them. <laughs>
2: That is so great.
3: I saved the lives of the temptations.
2: Uh, wow. Yeah, that's not something too many people can say. Uh, I know, right, right? That's pretty cool. Um, wow. What's the, the weirdest place you've ever performed at?
3: There was his restaurant early, early in my career in in this place that is really weird. Every time I go there, it gets weirder. It's called Reading, Pennsylvania. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Got
3: that right. <laughs> yeah, holy mackerel, like, it. I like. i was from Philly, right, and you go there, and there's like Mennonite people, and you're like, I don't have any point of reference, I don't, I don't even, there's Amish people, and I, I and again, nothing against them, I go, we just don't have these in Philly, so these, these people, so we don't, we don't, we kind of like, I got nothing, but um, there was a restaurant where it was a giant barbecue pit in the middle, and you went and bought your meat, and it was raw meat. And then you then cooked your own meat on the grill. And they did comedy night. So I'm doing my show, and pe- all you hear is like people throwing their meat on the grill. <laughs> is this
1: tail? Is this by any chance called tailgaters?
3: I could not remember. I'm okay. telling
1: you, man, it was like 89, 90 at somebody. Yeah, and it was, it, was it was in the it was out in the middle of nowhere too. Out and in- yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. Is it still open? No, no, no. It's been closed. Oh, my goodness. Maybe 15 years now. So it's wait a minute. Oh, okay, yeah.
2: You pay that was, that was a p- to go to a restaurant to cook your
1: own meal? Yeah. So, so Josh, Price, Price Town Road, where the Redner's yeah, where Quick Shop is, about, yeah, yeah, you yeah, li- yeah. they literally have two grills. They have two charcoal grills, like big, big pits, like he's talking about.
2: So does Texas Roadhouse, and you can sit at a table and they'll cook <laughs> it for you.
1: Yeah, but no, like, you literally, you would pay like $25 for a steak that you had to cook yourself. You could have them cook it for you, but they charge you more for them to cook it. But I could see where that's annoying because you literally are just standing there hearing steaks f- sizzle the whole time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> just keep fall, follow, keep, follow, keep everybody, you know. Yeah. Oh, God. I remember that place. I actually enjoyed tailgaters because, you know, it's what I do for a living. I get to I cook and I get to cook my own steak. But, yeah, forget that. Cool. Yeah.
2: yeah. So uh, how did the dry bar thing come up then? Well,
3: uh, m- my manager, I'm with uh, a management group called Omnipop. Mm-hmm. My manager submitted me to uh, Keith Stubbs, who owns the Wisecrackers Comedy Club in in Utah. And they, they they liked myself. And talking about the luck of the Irish, it was like February, like right before the, the shutdown. It was like February I shot it, 2020. And then we were shut down March. Of 2020, if you remember, and I flew out to Utah um, on on a Thursday. I was taping Saturday. I wanted to get in a day or two early just to get a lay of the land. Um, I, 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 of course, I found the only shot and beer bar in in all Mormons right. And I find I find a one I find a one bar, and you go in there like, oh, oh what are you going in? What are you, you Catholic? Get in here. There's not a lot of us here. We gotta to stick together, and um, um, I got, I had drank copious amounts of beer with these these kind of blue collar guys, which I always end up with blue collar guys. I, my dad was a truck driver, my mom worked in a factory. I'm I'm, I'm very I am not blue collar because I don't work in a factory or I drive a truck, but I come from very blue collar roots, and um and I watched the the the, um, the, the taping on Friday. Trying to remember there's a guy who owns a comedy club. I'm sorry, guys, I'm drawing a blank here. He's a bald headed guy. Um, he taped the same night that I taped. Um it's in Shippensburg. Josh, help me out here.
2: Oh, um
3: eh, it doesn't matter. But he taped on Friday and I did mine on Saturday. But then it took like almost, I think like a year and a half before it came out. So, I mean, it, it took forever. Matter of fact, um, my, daughter, uh, my daughter was 23 when I did it, and I made a joke about her being a millennial, millennial, and by the time it came out, people on YouTube were going, she's not really a millennial because she's this. And I go, it was done. We taped it two years ago, jackass. Yeah, so,
2: that was one thing. I was looking at some of the YouTube comments on the FOD bit, and, man, people just want to get offended over anything. You, oh, my God. Did you catch all the John Cena references? I saw a bunch of the John Cena references, but I guess— I, the- wish I don't see. They're like, you look like an old John Cena. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> there was some lady on there that was harping on you because she was like, oh, you think domestic violence is funny? Clearly, you said something about your father beat you or something. When I don't even remember what part of the joke was, but it was I think it was when your dad yelled at you and he, like— tore your leg I off think your I think
3: I replied back to her, he did beat me. I did get, Like I'm not making this crap yeah. up. Well, I mean, yeah. Come on.
2: And you were like, how is it, it... It's about me. Like, you're not, like, making a blanket statement like, you know, I think domestic violence is funny. You know, go beat women or anything like that. Like, do you run keyboard into that a lot warriors. now? Uh, exactly. Warriors,
3: they're, all key, they're all keyboard warriors. And uh, I, I think my daughters were yelling at me, Dad, you can't reply back to these people. And of course... I'm I'm a fist fighter from Fishtown in Philly. I'm going to get the last punch in. My daughters were yelling at me, like, ignore them. Be better than they are. I'm like, nah, I'm going to put my foot up somebody's ass.
1: Yeah, I can imagine. So, So you having all the experience that you have through the years, the internet probably has changed the way people react to your bits, right? Obviously, sensitivity has gone a long way over the years, but I can imagine that nowadays you probably – See a lot more criticism for just a simple joke.
3: Well, you know what? I, I I think we all have to evolve, and jokes that may have been done at one point aren't considered um, good taste now. But at the time when when you would do this joke, I, I had a doctor when I was a kid, and I had him all through my twenties. He was from India, and I could do I could do him. I literally could do his voice like it was him, and. and and I, I used to do a joke about it. And now I don't do it now because it's going to hurt somebody's feelings. And I'm not trying to be like, not hurt. I'm, I'm not trying to, I don't want to punch down. I never want to punch down or um, insult a group unnecessarily or unfairly. So you grow, you develop, you mature is what we do as performers.
1: Can you teach Josh how to do that? Shut up. <laughs> such, such no. Nope. I'm not a miracle worker. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
3: Perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's great.
1: So other,
2: well, other than that show that you have on the 10th at Tim's Restaurant, is there any other shows that you have coming up that people might be interested in? Maybe beyond June 9th that we
1: can promote for you yeah. since the show airs June 9th.
3: Yeah, you know, um, I, 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 mean, I I can look at my dates. Um, I'll be at that. Fabulous Pocono Palace Couples Only Resort, is, is June that, 25th. Uh, I don't want to brag about that. Is uh, that the
2: wine glass thing that you have on your dry bar? Yeah, uh, I'll, be <laughs>
3: I'll be there, and I'll be there, and I'll be a lot of a lot of corporate stuff, a lot of private stuff coming up. But uh, just keep checking joeycallahan.com, and uh, I'll be in Hilton Head. <laughs> Uh, July 19th through the 21st. So I'm all over. I'm like, I'm like horse shit. I'm all over the place.
2: <laughs> and like I said, folks, check him out on Amazon prime. Joey Callahan, the notorious FOD father of daughters. Hey, of listen, if,
3: if, if you go to the YouTube, if you go to drive our comedy, uh, go to YouTube, Joey Callahan, write something nice.
1: Be, make a nice comment. Some people are mean. Well, Jesus Christ, they can't even they can't even review or leave a comment on our podcast. Yeah. You yeah. know, maybe maybe they'll be maybe you'll at least get something from them because they don't do shit for us. So,
3: well, hey, listen, yeah. if you're listening to this, because you know who I am and you've not ever listened to this podcast. Listen to the podcast. These are nice young men. They're very good and, and they, they're fun to listen to. And again, the sexual tension is amazing between the two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, funny story. My freaking mom decides she wants to Facetime me. It's Tuesday. What? It's Tuesday. She knows it's Tuesday. Tell it's... her we're
0: naked wrestling oh, right now. God. Oh my god. I'll
1: no, put your I...
3: mom on. Let's talk to your Well, mom. no. Here's
1: the problem because because she's FaceTiming me. Oh, yeah, if we I need like the three way. No, if I hit fa- if I hit Facetime, it'll probably end the call with you. Yeah. So because it's, pa- oh, it's pa- do that. like right now you're you're through <laughs> my iPad, but it's patched into my phone, so I can't do anything on the phone. That'll mess up the iPad. Listen, we have too many challenges with technology on this show. I'm not touching sure. any buttons right now because we'll hang up on you and have you. to redial. So, yeah. But it'd be, you know, I I you. my mom would have Joey, my mom would have no idea what to do. She'd just sit there quietly or say, I'll talk to you later. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's partially retired now. She's kind of like just lost because she, she only works well, a couple hours a week. So, so. Well,
3: right. I, May 16th was the seventh anniversary of the passing of my mom. So appreciate your mom, because she she might be a pain in the ass, but one day she's not going to be there, and you're going to miss her being a pain in the ass. Yeah,
1: and and you know what? Th- as you say that, you know, Josh and I send much appreciation to both our moms all the time. I know, you know, Josh unfortunately doesn't have his dad. I have both of my parents. I'm very grateful to still ha- to be able to to do that. I came back to Pennsylvania uh, partially because of, you know, being closer to home with, with my family. So as much as, sure. like you said, as much as my mom does drive us all crazy, my whole family crazy, um, I still love my mom a lot, so and and it's good. So I will catch up with her. Just when we're recording a show is not a good time for me. So, so sure, yeah. All right, my, my, well, yeah, tell anyways. her I said hi. All right, we'll do absolutely. <laughs> Last question. And I here. Tell her,
3: I tell her, tell her, I want the money back. It was, it was, I was late in good faith, and she said she had the money back to me, and I've been more than patient. Tell her. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So here's the fu- – my dad listens to shows every week, so he's going to have to relay that message to her, and I want to see what her reaction yeah, yeah, is. <laughs> yeah, 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 Please, listen.
3: Listen, boob job, schmoob job. She said she wanted to do that, I paid for the boob
1: job, but she said she was going to pay back. <laughs> this is great. That's great. Perfect. All, All right.
2: right. Last, last question on this hard-hitting interview, Joey.
1: And, oh, yes it's
2: I feel
3: like uh, I feel like uh, I'm on 50 minutes I was oh, say yeah. <laughs> it's like
2: I'm Dan rather minus the Dan and the rather and uh there you go so anyway now I know and I can kind of jump in on this story too but hecklers it's it's something you' run into all the time in comedy what is your worst heckler story I know you saved my ass one time on a show in Lancaster at stitches some drunk asshole. Did I, what did I do there uh well I was up doing crowd work and I think it was something the guy got pissed because he was drunk and loaded and I started talking to his girlfriend and that just started it and then he was like you know oh you're not even funny you're picking all the low fruit because you're talking to us you're supposed to have jokes and be funny blah 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 so I wrapped it up and bought you up and he kept at it with you and the guy ended up getting thrown out but you were like I don't even remember what you said but you buried him in like the nicest way that I've seen somebody bury a heckler like you told the guy no, he was an work. asshole without telling him that he was an asshole.
3: Well, that's an old Irish expression. The ability to tell somebody to go to hell and have them looking forward to the trip. <laughs>
0: so That's great.
3: So no. Hey, listen, first of all, I would say nine times out of ten, they're not hecklers. They're people who just get so excited and they're so happy and, and they just want to engage. They just want to, and that's why I love stand up because it truly is blue collar theater. I would say most nine times out of ten there's a way like there's a way of kind of handling that situation right But then you hit that tenth time and it's leader be crushed. You've got to draw a line in the sand. you got to go you got to take them out like with this precision of a skilled surgeon like they' gonna be able they're gonna walk away and all their their inners have to fall out and they not even realize they've been cut and that that's how you do it and that at the end of the day, if you let them win then you know you're, you're not
1: doing your job. That's fantastic. Yeah. I mean,
2: yeah. he's – it's really a treat to see it so, work. So,
1: like, thinking about this, like, this is, this is people, like, in my world, like, in my business, where they, they just have the experience. They just – they've had time to just kind of understand how stupid people can be, and they just know how to handle every situation. The hardest part about being in the role that I'm in now at work is that I haven't experienced the bullshit that goes along with the job that I have – and I love my job, don't get me wrong. But there's a lot of, you're dealing with people, right? And Joey, same thing for you. You're dealing with people and their emotions and, and their sensitivity, their diversity, like so many things. But that experience, like everybody tells me, eventually you'll just be able to do it. So would you agree, like over time, you just develop a way to to, to win people, you know, and just tell them how it is without actually like pissing on them, you know, but you are, but you yeah, are. I
3: mean, yeah, I mean, I think the worst situation is the girlfriend finds you funny. Now this, this does not happen to me now that I'm old, but when I was younger, like, um, they, the boyfriend's going to be pissed off because the girlfriend would find me funny. Now I've been married forever. I've been married for 31 years. I dated my wife for five years. I've only, I've been with my wife my entire life. This, like I was just out at clubs looking for women. But well, guys don't know that, right? I'm, I'm like so sexually non-threatening, and, and these girls were, and these girls would like laugh at what you said, or and, and these guys would they want? I had a guy follow me up to, to the parking lot one time, um, and I I just let him know, you know, I wasn't the same guy on stage. I wasn't the nice guy on stage. Uh, he didn't see that guy in the parking lot, and at one point I think he realized that he shouldn't have done that, and I just I took mercy on him. But um, but everybody's got you know. So you a, whooped his all, ass. Hat, no cattle. Did you beat What's his? A-
2: did you beat his ass?
3: No, no, no. I intimidated him. I, 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 don't like to do violence, physical violence. But I, I do like to get into somebody's head and have them chew their own cud, like Hannibal Lecter did with Migs in his <laughs> cell. I will do that.
1: <laughs> That's so great. Uh, see, Josh does that. He just doesn't know he's doing it. Uh. He can do that to people too. He just gets <laughs> everybody so emotionally drained. So. <sighs> Yeah, that's great. Uh, well,
2: it's there perfect. we go. So that was getting to know Joey Callahan a little bit. Well, folks. thank you, boys. I appreciate the time. This is great, and uh, hopefully, uh, we got to get your
3: listeners to go to YouTube to Joey Callahan Dry Bar and and write something nice.
2: Yes, one hundred percent. Now you're gonna stay on for the rest of the show, right? Or do you need to jet out? Yeah, the yeah, show? yeah.
3: we I, I will stay on as long as you will have me.
1: Oh uh, well, we want you for the whole show because I I want to see if like if you if any of our stories or you know, our banter on the podcast intrigue you tonight that you yeah. wanted to jump in and comment. Anytime
2: you want to jump in, yeah, is, please. You, you
1: have car blanche. Just jump in and yeah. say whatever you
2: want. You are
3: – you, you are. Go, let, me put it, let me put it this way. My wife just texted me. I had to pick up my daughter, so you got me till like 8.35. Is that fair? No, that's, that's fair. fair. That's, that's good, perfect. yeah. We well, do we want to do – do you want to do the
2: let's, game first, let's, Josh? Yeah, let's go right, right into our game then that I have kind of prepared here since uh, – Now, you're not going to probably be able to Wait, hear Wait, you told him he has to play a game, right? We didn't I just, did, yeah. And it's nothing like – Like hard, I mean. I don't
3: even listen to what Josh says. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, 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 I'll do it. it You trust him a lot. Most
2: people don't, so it's cool. He's a nice kid. Okay, well, anyway, let's get into this. You should have heard about what his
1: child was saying tonight on the phone. His kid's smarter than him. Yeah, he he thought I was picking a fight with.
2: All right, anyway. anyway. Okay, (laughs) hang on, let's get into this. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome in. That's right. You're here to play a game what game it's a game that everybody loves everybody knows everyone who travels knows we're gonna play where are we i am your host peter goes and we have two contestants on the line tonight we have ac and all the way from the big lights in the big cities and wherever he lives due to witness protection we can't get that information out but we're gonna say hello to joey callahan joey how are you doing this evening I'm good. We just talked for like a half an hour. No, 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 no. You were YM? talking to my brother, Josh, and AC. They host this show. I, I don't understand. I'm scared now. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Just put the lotion on. It'll all be okay in the end. Fair enough. All right, so this is how the game works. I'm going to give you guys the names of two places in the United States. Now, since, Joey, you travel all across the land, you're going to have to tell us whether this is a real place Actually, I just want you to name what the real place is. I'll give you two two places. One's fake, one's real. And you're going to have to tell us what is the real place. They all have wacky okay. names. Um, uh, anyway, you're going to – Am play? I playing? No, no let Joey yeah, play. Let yeah, he's Joey's good at playing.
0: this. All right. yeah. I, I'm going to jump in.
2: Um, all right, well, here's our first one. Our first one. And now if you have any funny stories, if you've ever performed at any of these terrible places, which I highly doubt you have, but – uh, hang on. Okay. Here we go. The first place is Siemensville, Iowa, or Pope Joy, Iowa. Which one is the real city?
3: I'm going to go. I, you know what? My instincts tell me it's the second one, but the first one's too good not to say it's that one. I'm going to go with
2: the first one. Okay, and then you have to say it. We need to hear you say it. The judges need to hear you say it. Begin- Iowa. Well, Iowa is a state, but we need Siemensville, oh, Iowa, oh.
3: or Popejoy, Iowa. i want to go with the Siemens, uh, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: I'm sorry. Unfortunately, you are wrong. Uh, Siemensville, oh. Iowa is totally made up by me. Popejoy, Iowa, however, is real. And no, it is not a synthetic drug. It is actually named after former landowner and resident John Popejoy.
3: So... Can I ask a question? Is Jizzville, New Jersey, not a
2: place... <laughs> Crap, that was our next one, <laughs> Jaceville, New Jersey. <laughs> Come sock Idaho. No, no, no okay. <laughs> well, so far, you've got a big old zero, but hey, don't worry. There's still five more questions. You could win the million dollars. Here we go. Hooker, Oklahoma, or Buttsville, Oklahoma? Which is the real name, Joey?
3: I got to go with Buttsville, Oklahoma.
2: Is that your final answer?
3: That's my final answer, even though now I'm starting to think it's wrong. <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, you'd be wrong again. Uh, (laughs) Hooker, Oklahoma is actually real. It is named after ranch foreman John Hooker Threckleheld. Um, And rumor has it that when people insult the town name to the locals, they will say, relax, it's a location, not a vocation. Uh, Oh, There you go. All right. I, I really did my research on these, so I'd have some background facts about these terrible names. Okay, question number three. Maybe we can get you on the board here with this one. Colon, Michigan, or Heatsville, Texas? Which is the real name? Colon, Michigan, or Heatsville, Texas?
3: That's a tough one because they all sound legitimate. Um, I'm going to go with Michigan.
2: Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. He's on the board with Colon, Michigan, allegedly named after a city in the Panama. However, some people question Michigan and their officials for town names that suggest something could be in the water, such as Brown City, Michigan, Flushing, Michigan, and Colon, Michigan. Very good, Joey. Well, you're in my, on the in board.
3: my defense, Josh, I thought you said Poland. I
2: didn't, think, I didn't realize you said Poland. So <laughs> technically,
3: I think I got it wrong. Hey, so. Either way,
2: you're a double winner then. <laughs> you don't even have to say the right answer and we give it to you. Okay. <laughs> All right, next on the board, <laughs> three questions left. Camper, Colorado, or Winneba- Winnebago, Minnesota? God. I'm going with
3: Winnebago, Minnesota.
2: Yeah, that, that was a good choice, and I just about screwed that one up. Um, it has nothing to do with campers. It's actually named after the Winnebago Indian tribe, so Winnebago, wow. Minnesota. Uh, and they also have
3: a Winnebago casino.
2: Did you now, Have you been out in that area ever?
3: No, I just mean
1: that
2: up. No, okay. They probably do, though. Come come to the wigwam and play.
3: Yeah, me travel many moons to come to Winnebago Casino for dollar slots.
1: Don't forget the bingo. Yeah. Notorious for bingo.
2: (laughs) All right. Next one on the list. Now, this one's easy. Intercourse Pennsylvania or Three Way Tennessee. Which is the real. The guy's from Pennsylvania. I hope he knows this answer. Yeah, we're
3: going to say, come on, I've I driven up today. Oh, actually, the, I... The blue ball, blue ball intercourse. Paradise,
1: uh, paradise, yep. uh,
3: yeah. Yeah, Cockstuckerville. we've been, <laughs> though, I've been to all of them.
1: <laughs> oh, my God, your mom's not listening, is she? Jesus. No,
2: she doesn't listen. Woo!
3: His mom, li-
1: Josh's mom listens. <laughs> yeah, sure. we need to talk to I'm here. sorry,
2: Mrs. Josh's
1: mom.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. Man, and I'm so stupid, I actually gave two real places. There is actually a place... uh Called Three Way Tennessee. Um, it's named for Ooh. the famous split of Route Forty Five that splits three ways. But yeah, okay, way to screw that one up, Josh. Yeah. All right, last one. Here we go. This another sort of easy one. We have cement, Missouri, or concrete, Wisconsin.
3: I want to go with cement, Missouri.
2: I mean, it's not as easy as I thought. No, you're wrong again. Um, <laughs> really? If it is, it's not the one I found. But I found that uh, concrete. Awesome was actually formed in 1909 when the Baker uh, Cement City areas merged. Both were near the Washington, Portland—oh, jeez, I don't even know what I'm talking about. They were both near the Washington, Portland Cement Company, and then they became Concrete Washington, not Wisconsin. Jesus.
3: (laughs) Why do I get the feeling that you did this research not on the Internet but on— encyclopedia Britannica that your parents <laughs> got at the grocery store. <laughs> Every week you got a different letter of a book and that's where you're doing all your research. Well,
2: actually, what I did was I stood w- at a map and I threw darts at it and just randomly <laughs> would pick off names and see what I could find. Well, anyway, that was a
1: very poorly executed game by me. Uh, like, to no, thank you're our just fine, kid. You're just fine. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It was just, it's just a little a way to, to get some more fun in here with you. Um, but we, we definitely appreciate you being a trooper. Um, oh, you guys are lovely.
3: And 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 listen, whatever I can do to help promote this show, please make sure you tag me and everything, and and I will I will gladly let's get your listeners up and let's get you some sponsors.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, now see, we're careful with that because then we gotta then they'll control what we do on here. So I don't know if we want that yet. But we're all for whatever we get out of this. Uh, we really appreciate uh, the help with that. So. Let's uh, so he's Joey's got to get out of here soon. So we just want to make sure that we uh, we get all this down. So it's Joey Callahan comedy on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, it is Omni Callahan. dot uh, com slash Callahan. Just if, in case you don't know how to spell it. C.A.L.L.A.H.A.N. Did I spell that right? I got it right. Yep.
3: You did a lovely job. Lovely all right. Job. All
1: right. And then also visit him at Joey Callahan.com. Uh, upcoming shows uh, that he mentioned here on our show. Uh, he's going to be at Pocono Palace on six twenty five. Uh, And then he's going to be down at Hilton Head uh, on July 19th through the 21st. So check him out again, uh, omnipop.com slash Callahan or joeycallahan.com. Joey Callahan Comedy on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget Uh, his Twitter, at Joey Callahan. Perfect. And then we will put the links on our Facebook page. We'll have it on our uh, website, our webpage, joshnac.podbean.com. And then we will link him in our social media when we announce it, as well as in the post for the week. So definitely – everybody joey is doing this at no cost to us this is a this is uh this is no, really no this is really pay You guys, right this is this is literally uh helping him help us as well so this is just from one comedian to another group uh just giving us a, so please make sure that you uh get over and check him out uh give him a shout check out his shows uh his special on uh josh help me out with that amazon on, prime. amazon prime yes. thank you uh check him out on youtube leave those good comments for him but uh, he is doing this uh, He is doing this to help us out as well as to help him. So, Joey, again, thank you very forget- much. Yeah, go ahead.
3: Right. and, and thank you guys sincerely. And, and don't forget to follow Josh and AC Podcast on Instagram.com. I just followed; it right there, so make sure you guys follow me back. Perfect. All right, we'll do that.
1: All right, so, so find us there. But, Joey, again, uh, we'll let you get out of here. Go pick up your daughter and be the responsible father instead of hanging out with a couple <laughs> clowns like us. Because um, Josh, you know, is not a responsible father, so he just, you know, he has a child, but not much. But we'll hey, shut up. Well, but we'll let you get out of here. It's um, the hardest twenty right, boys, seconds of my safe. life. Be safe, stay well, get vaccinated and boosted, everybody out there. All right, thanks, Joey. Have a wonderful night. See ya. Thanks again. Thank Take you, care. Joey. Appreciate it. He's out. There
2: he is. All, All right, everybody. That so, was Joey Callahan. Yep. Find him on his Amazon Prime special. Um, the notorious FOD. Yep. and we will of one daughters. more
1: time at the end of the show. We'll run through all that stuff again because we are only about halfway through our show for the night. But uh, again, thank you to Joey for doing that. When Josh pitched that to me, I was like, absolutely. I that was that like, went a lot better than I thought it I was gonna. Yeah, I, and not not anything against Joey. It's just no. I you know, just we d- didn't know if we yeah, would we didn't be good enough for a yeah. guest yeah we literally this, a real guest joey joey definitely has some credentials that are amazing well, yeah, for him to, a real comedy he's been doing comedy for 30 right. years and for the fact that he wanted to come on our show to help us out to help him out is fantastic again everybody please get out and check him we'll talk again about it at the end of the show again it'll be in our social media as well as linked over on our facebook uh excuse me we will be linked in on our uh, our Podbean site so all right well now that Hang now on. that right, why don't ahead. we
2: take a break real quick and make sure it actually recorded
1: it did actually record. No, no,
2: no, like this. Let's just make sure the sound quality's there. I, I just want to make sure.
1: It's all there. We're not taking a break. I can watch it on my screen, Josh. Doesn't mean it's good. It's fantastic. What if it's like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Josh. Let me let me explain well, something go. to now you. I'm get my
2: fucking lecture.
1: What you what you hear in the headphones is what you're hearing through there. Okay, it sounds like he's on a phone. It's fine. I'm watching it on the screen. He was not peeking. He was not. There was no evidence. Of Am I? Jesus. Christ. Why is there an echo? Because you scream so turn loud. Turn one of those mics off. Oh maybe that's why. Because you scream so loud. I didn't scream. Oh, I just I gotta turn it down. I'll just turn it down. Alright. Please help
2: me my microphone. There we go.
1: Alright, everybody. So let's get into the rest oh. of the show now. Um That but was it, awesome though. It was fantastic. Great that you did some uh some work there and it sorta of worked. Ugh. The timing was perfect for for the season premiere, so hopefully everybody enjoyed that. We can't, we are definitely not guaranteeing that we're going to have that not every week, but I think we should try to do it, you know, more frequently. Well, if we can get more folks,
0: well, um, I, should, I should be able to. And maybe we need I to think get this one. Maybe we well. can
1: get Joey back on for one of our holiday shows or something like that to kind of do some some bits on there. But you know, it was just it was fantastic. I'm like, I am ec- ecstatic. By the way, I got some lines for the show titles out of him. Um, I am the pickle. Is one of them. (laughs) Uh, I also said, go to hell and look forward to the trip. (laughs) So because that would be a great that would be a great show title. Don't you think? Go to hell and look forward to the trip. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, so Joey helped us out with that. But anyway, uh, so let's talk about life and where we're at. We have a couple things to talk about. Then we'll get into uh, our normal stuff. Uh, But hopefully this is a great way for all of you to uh, kick off season three with us. So um, so Josh spent about four thousand dollars. Well, hasn't spent it yet. Well, can you stop plugging in your phone? Are we really gonna fucking do this? No, I Why can you give you. The- I can give you the one that plugs into a wall. I don't
2: want the one. I want. I want this one.
1: Everybody, every time you hear that oh, noise, oh, because it's is, such a huge thing. That is Josh really? plugging in his phone. Because that's such a big fucking deal. Three times a night, you plugged in your phone. Yeah, watch. Four. Oh my god. Five. <laughs> stop. Six. All right. When you break your computer. Seven, when you break your computer. All right. So let's talk about this bed that you had to have. Well, I didn't have to.
2: Why Why are you still echo?
1: It's very echoey. Do you have echo on my voice? I must have hit the thing. You fuck. Hello?
2: Help! Get me out of here! I'm stuck in AC's (laughs) hole again. (laughs) Anyway.
1: Yeah, I got a new bed. I should just turn the echo off. That way it doesn't, you know. Yeah.
2: I don't yeah, like this you
1: music. You got a new bed, that's it. You know, you don't want to talk about the uh, 400-pound people that were jumping on the no, bed. No, 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 Not no, at no, your no, house. No,
2: no, no. Well, not yet. Why is there no good music anymore? Ever. They restricted us. Here we go. This is better.
1: Well, everybody, the so, life of the show is gone. Joey's gone, yeah. so there's no more life now, in the now show. Now it's all downhill after this. Yeah, yeah,
2: it's it all downhill. Sorry, we had. how long was he on?
1: Uh, we had almost like 42 minutes. Oh, cool. He was on the phone with us for like 49 minutes. Yeah, that's so, good. That's good. Yeah. All right. Well, so 10 minutes of that was us bullshitting in the beginning.
2: So, yeah, I got a new bed. Um, I've been looking to get a new bed for a long time because I was using a bed from, like, the 70s. I can make so many
1: comments about this. Shut up,
2: all right? Can you just let me fucking tell a story? Well, right? you gotta be fucking Debbie Downer, all right? Not all of us live in a lap of luxury. We're going to have two brand new fucking... I'll gigantic. let you talk. Oh, here we go. No, Knock it off. Dude, I'll leave. I don't need this
1: shit. Goodbye. See we already recorded the important part of the show. <laughs> all right. Well, I get into I get into my facts no, no, and my shut stories. Up, shut up. Oh, okay, all right, fine. God, so I got a new can, you bed. You can see the freaking lump on your head.
2: Yeah, I know, right here. Yeah, I know. Thanks. Show everybody the boy. But
1: anything else you'd like to?
2: Would you like me to part my hair so they can see the scar? <laughs> Next week we're going to talk about my aneurysm and how uplifting of a night that was. Yeah. Anyway, so I looked all over. Beds are expensive. I don't know if you've purchased a bed recently, but holy shit, they're expensive. No. Well, no, like I don't know where you got them, fucking. I've never had a new bed. I've always had like used, hand-me-down beds. Except when I was a kid, I had a new bed. But anyway, so originally I ordered through HelixMattress.com, and it was like, th- I don't know, thirty-five hundred bucks. Ordered it, and then Amber tells me she's leaving me, and I'm like, whoa, well, <laughs> fuck that! I ain't getting a new bed then, so I canceled it. Blah 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 blah. Push came to shove, whatever. She's staying. So then I ordered another bed through big fig mattresses. And it's not about fruit. It's about fat people. They specialize in beds for fat people. Yeah, but you and Amber are really not, like, fat. No, but, like, they had financing, so that's why I ultimately went with them. This bed is $4,300. Now, if you pay it off in, like, 120 days or something, it's, like, 2300 which is what I'm going to try to do. But, um... Yeah, so big fig mattresses, and, like, they send you a link for a video to watch people set it up, and it's, like, these two heifers that are, like, like, literally, you start the video, and it's, like, thank you for purchasing your big fig bed. Please follow these step-by-step guide on how to assemble your new bed. And then it's, like, hi, welcome to big fig bed. And these two... I mean, they're very hefty women, are building this bed. And then, like, I'm, I'm telling you, they're good three bills, each one of them. And they got, like, fucking bingo wing things where, like, they have that looks like a, the turkey legs. What do you dis- call them bingo wings? Well, it was like, when they flap them, it looks like a wing. <laughs> but they were uh, building this bed. And, you know, they build it. And then they're like, and now you've completed your big, big bed. And they collapse on the bed, these two fat fucks. And the bed doesn't fall. I guess that's, like, their testimonial of, like, we really, burr. And I looked on a box when I got the thing. It says the mattress supports 1,200 pounds.
1: When you got this mattress, was it all, like, wrapped up really tight?
2: Yeah, it was in a box that was, like, probably yay high from the ground. So probably like four, four feet. feet yeah. yeah. But and it then you it
1: unwrap it, it, and it, like, flies out. It weighed out.
2: 143 pounds, just the mattress. Did you have to pay for shipping? No. It was all covered. It was all covered with your purchase, but it came FedEx. Oh, God. You're lucky you got it. They can't get me a fucking box of shoes on time. They delivered a goddamn bed in two days. Well, yeah, they can't lose that. It takes up half the truck. Jesus. I was like, wow, this is crazy. So it was three packages, like the frame, and now it's not called a box spring anymore. It's called a foundation. Like, come on. It's not a family, it's a fucking box spring. Minus springs.
1: Well there's probably there were probably a reason why they can't call it box spring anymore. Well yeah, there were no springs in it. it. Oh, okay. Yeah, but Yeah, that's false advertising. So whatever, I build it
2: and the fucking kids were in the room when I build it. Amber was working. And those kids crawled on the bed before I did. I'm like, guys, are you kidding me? I just spent three hours building this goddamn bed and you're gonna be the first ones to try it out. Oh, it's soft, Dad. <laughs> okay, good. So I don't know. New bed. It is really nice. But I'm not looking forward to paying for it. But in theory, it comes with a 25-year warranty. How do you warranty a mattress, though? Like You're never going to get it wrapped back up and shrink-wrapped into a box like they did. You never know how you get it back in there. Well, I don't have a vacuum sealer that big. Well, maybe it's like Amazon. They just tell you to donate it or throw it away. Well, like, so I was going to pee on it and see, like, yeah, this came with a pee stain. This was soiled when I bought it. Okay. It was. <laughs> anyway. You soiled
1: the bed already? No. Well, we consummated
2: the bed, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah. Sure. You did. Well, we did. Oh, so that's that's what did it. You just had to have a comfortable bed, and then you start having sex again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. Four thousand dollars. Like like these beds didn't even cost four thousand dollars. <laughs> Where'd you get them? So the frame came from IKEA. Okay. But I uh, see. I don't have anything like that up by me. Uh, so the frames from IKEA, the mattresses—shit, where the hell did I get the mattresses at? They're comfortable. I know. I don't. I, I know my bed mattress firm. No, you know what? I got this when I fr- when I moved to Virginia. So this came from Sears Outlet, which they don't have anymore. So Sears Outlet, I bought the bed frame oh, and, the, and the mattress. Oh, for you. Um, but the bed the bed frame was IKEA. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Like, whatever. It is what it is. I don't know. You know what? That bed frame is not Ikea. That bed frame was Sam's Club, actually. So, Walmart. Huh. My bed frame in 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 my bedroom is is, uh, Ikea. Okay. That's when I learned what Ikea was. So. Anyway. (laughs) All right. Am I going on to my next one, or you got Yeah. Well, you got four things. You got to hurry, hurry. Don't start. Well, we're already 56 minutes. Right. That's why I said you had a lot of shit to do this show. Right. We're good.
2: I uh, was driving through a uh, hometown, you know, our hometown for those. Yeah. For folks that don't know that that's Kamauqua. in Bumblefuck, Pennsylvania. So, yeah, uh, you know, hillbillies and strange people. Yeah. And I looked I was at a stoplight and I looked to my right at a gas station and there was a lady getting out of her car. And if Batman had a doppelganger, it was this lady. Batman? She Batman. Okay. Full black suit. Like she wasn't Muslim. Cause she was a white lady. She had like a full black suit. How do you know she was a Muslim? Because I said, "Hey, are you Muslim?" And she said, "No, I'm a crime fighter." She said, "Didn't you see the belt?" And she started tapping her waist. No, she got out of her car, started walking across the parking lot, and it was breezy. And just like she had a cape, she looked like Batman without the mask. Like she didn't have the hood on or anything, but literally, like had a little logo thing in the middle, but I don't know what it was. Yeah, it was just weird. Like it was like a Power Ranger, fuck
1: Batman, and then had an obese sixty year old woman. You know, you expect to have, like, civilization up there, right? But why would you dress like Batman? I go out in blue shorts and yellow Crocs all the time. Right. Why would you do that? <laughs> you look like a fucking big bird. I don't give a shit. Hi. Who do um, I have to impress? I don't know.
2: Um. Then I had the great debacle of I got in a fight at Domino's.
1: Yeah, for your own dumb fault.
2: No, 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 no. So I never order pizza from Pizza Hut.
1: Amber's like, I want Pizza Hut for for me and the boy. Okay, fine. Well, see, for most of the listeners that live down in Southeast Pennsylvania, we don't have Pizza Hut down here. Yeah,
2: well, we have one. The only one left in PA, probably.
1: So she's like, order from Pizza Hut and go pick it
2: up. I'm like, oh, whatever, fine. So I order, and I wait my time. I go in. Yeah, I'm here to pick up for Josh. Oh, it's just coming out of the oven. I'm like, okay, great. They hand me a, two boxes and, like, one of the, like the breadstick boxes. I'm like, what's this? I didn't order this. Like, You're Sam, right? 360? I was like, no, I'm number 85, Josh. And right away, I get all pissed off. And uh, she's like, I don't even have that order. And they're mumbling back the make. What do you mean you don't have the order? I was like, right here is the receipt for 85 Pizza Hut. And she's like, Where? And I was like, I'm just going to (laughs) go.
1: Have a good night. (laughs) Let it be be known, everybody, that Josh actually is human and fucks up. Do you have your light on, your circle light, by the way? Yeah, why? Okay, I just want to make sure. Not bright enough? No, you are bright enough. I just want to make sure. Yeah, I got it. Okay.
2: Hang on. Joey's texting me.
1: Oh, uh uh-oh. What did we do? Did we screw up already? (laughs) Don't, Don't publish the show. My legal team will be contacting you. Oh, okay. No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what else is new?
2: Hang on a sec. Jesus, people
1: my dad days. forewarned me. You know, we can't afford to be sued. So. Lovely music. It takes you a long time to pull your text messages up.
2: Well, Will texted me too.
1: Anyway. So anyway, yeah, I found
2: Beats and Peas was good. Was it
1: a good message or a bad message?
2: No, he's just like, hey, thanks for having me I appreciate it. All right. And then uh, two weeks ago, Will had a baseball tournament when it was like 95 degrees that weekend. And I'm already on because it's hot. And half of our kids on our team, their parents don't bring them to games or practices, so we're struggling to fill spots and whatever else. And the way we play is it's kid pitch. Well, I was behind home plate helping the catcher if any balls got missed. And there's a real close call at first base. We had a guy out, and they called him safe. And he was definitely not safe. So I started arguing, and the two other coaches started arguing with the umpire, who is two 12-year-old kids who play in the higher baseball. Oh, really? And we're like, dude, they were totally out, blah, blah, blah. And the, there was a guy from the other team. Like, his kid must be on the team. But he's crippled, okay? <laughs> Oh boy. And he's in one of those like jazzy scooter chairs. And the way the field is, it's Hover like around. the back stop the backstop. Then there's a little bit of a hill. And then there's like a walkway path that takes you to the you know, the seating, and then it takes you over to like the concession stand. And this motherfucker's running his mouth at me. And I'm like, dude, I turn around, I'm like, you know I can hear everything you're saying, sir, right? <laughs> and Kept mouthing off. I turn around. And then he's mouthing off, mouthing off. And I turn around again, I'm like just shut up. It's over. It's done with. Let it go, man. It was in their favor anyway. I don't understand what he was even fucking giving me a hard time for. Yeah. And he's still mouthing off. He said, look, you can either come down here, get off that thing, come down here, and we'll talk, or you can just let it go. I was pissed. Like, who's going to win, a guy on fucking four wheels or me? I think I could pull you down the hill, watch you hit the fence, and then, yeah, we'll talk. Like, I was pissed. You're so you get you arguing with people is just like a daily life now. No, when you're gonna try like you'd be stupid if you didn't think the coaches would argue against a call for their team. Like, yeah, what's your problem, pal? You's got the point. You's got the the out was not good for so us. So you never
1: overturn it. You couldn't review it like no, you they all Oh, they want to overturn it. No,
2: <laughs> no, god, barely have a fucking field. <laughs> and like, I'm already annoyed anyway because like when they. Their umps, they have one adult ump who stands at the pitcher's mound. How are you going to call balls and strikes from the pitcher's mound? Because he doesn't want to get hit by a ball, Josh. You're s- the, and you know, they're not whatever. It is what it is. But like, it, it just pissed me off. Then this guy had the balls after the game. I went over to get something at the concession stand for Willie. I was like, hey, good game, coach. Good game. I'm oh, like, yeah, fuck you. Gotta kick you in your goddamn. What the team. guy in the scooter? Yeah, Mister Scooter. And then the, the coach from the other team came over. He's like, and I'm like, oh, here we go. He goes, what that guy say to you? I was like, he's just being deck heckling me. He's like, thanks for letting me know. He was told yesterday about it. He's not gonna be allowed back anymore. I don't know how you prevent a guy in a scooter. Well, you can see him coming, so you can stand in front of him. You throw throw a spike strip out or whatever the cops shoes Throw a stop stick out and wha- <laughs> watch him slam into the guardrail. <laughs> 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 That would. would be cool that. though, because we like.
1: <laughs> you could picture that. Like, no, they're not going that fast. They should so. do
2: that shit in like Walmart. If yeah, we get a shoplifter on a on a mart cart, shoplifter on a mart cart. Sir, please stop! Fuck you! And then he just throws stop sticks out. They slam into the frozen food section. <laughs> Pizzas come down on their heads. Oh, my that God. That would be yeah. so
1: sweet. No, because that would be <laughs> like shitloads of broken glass and everything.
2: Then they'd have a mark cart with a siren on it. woo Oh,
1: my God.
2: One of the wall Martians. Get off.
1: Wall Martians.
2: Put your hands where I can see him. Oh, no. Kneel on his neck. Get him.
1: <laughs> you must you. This is, remember when we were talking about Joey that you just don't know. How, you have no filter. You just have Why no, should I? He's no gone now, so it's All okay.
2: Right. He, he won't disapprove because he yeah. wasn't a part of this.
1: All right. So anyway. there you go. There's a little bit of the uh, update and glimpse into Josh's pathetic life. Pathetic. So he does have a child, you know, and that's the only highlight that he has of his life. So no, it's, nothing. It is hot in here. I turned the fan on.
2: Well, it must be nice to have a fan.
1: You have a fan behind you. Where? The fan was back there. Turn all the way around. Are you too fat to turn why, around?
0: Why
2: do? Why does my shit get fucking moved? Get off the phone.
1: I'm not on the phone. Fuck then you. Then what are you looking at? Fuck off. I'm not on the phone. It's my watch. Is that okay? You want me to take my watch off?
2: Zordon, come in. Oh, the Power God. Rangers. Right.
1: There's a problem down at All the right, Central everybody. Park. All right, everybody. So uh, it is time for what day is today. All right. So June 9th, 2022. Uh, it is International Dark and Stormy Day. So this is... I'm offended by that. You can't call it Dark and Stormy This anymore. is... Uh, it says to grab your Gosling's Black Seal Rum and Sparkling Ginger Beer. Why would you grab baby geese? Mm. Oh, my
2: God. Well, that's what a gosling is. All right.
1: It is National Donald Duck Day. (laughs) Uh, National Earl Day. So it celebrates legends named Earl who have made history. My
2: pop-up was named Earl. Uh,
1: It is Johnny Depp Day. Right. We'll see what happens with him and Amber Everybody gets to go shit in the bed now. (laughs) Uh, It is National Strawberry Rhubarb Pie Day. Ew. That sounds Uh, terrible. And Josh's non-existent but favorite. National Sex Day. <laughs> so, June 9th is the 160th day of the year in the Gregorian calendar on this day 500 Mormons leave Iowa City heading west for the Mormon Trail. The, the Silver Jubilee, Silver Jubilee of Queen Elizabeth II of Great Britain is celebrated with fireworks and the US pre- and former US President Lyndon B. Johnson declares a national day of mourning following the assassination of Senator Robert F. Kennedy. Famous birthdays today obviously include Johnny Depp, Natalie Portman, and Michael J. F- Fox. Today is National Rosé Day and National Donald Duck Day. You
2: know, he wouldn't be able to hold a glass of rosé. Michael J.
1: Fox, have you seen him lately? Welcome to the Josh and Stop. AC Podcast. My, fa- my grandfather has Parkinson, so can you not make fun of him, please? Oh,
2: for fuck. Fo- Jesus Christ, Karen.
1: All right. All right. So, on to Trivia. For this show. Keep it moving along. <laughs> All right. So this fast food item was originally created in the 1980s with input from Chef Rene Arned, Who not Taco Bell. Who cooked for Queen Elizabeth II and the King of Belgium. She's still alive,
2: right? That's the one that's still in charge,
1: right? Queen Elizabeth, I'm pretty sure of the second, yeah. yeah. Um, Belgium, among others. Waffles. No. Um, hint dipping sauce your food facts or excuse me your trivia ah it's coating my whole mouth
2: um i think i did this one before but i was being rushed so i just picked whatever uh this is the loudest animal on the planet earth but it's the loudest <laughs> animal on a planet earth <laughs> I can say so many things Go uh, yeah, no, it's no. not. Yeah, all right.
1: As our leaders st- Do you You're have an intro nice Are you going right into the I do
2: have an intro right. Actually, in honor of uh, Joey. We're going to play a little bit of his dry bar comedy special. This is his uh, rap name, the Notorious F.O.D. Uh,
3: F.O.D. Any other F.O.D.s out here? My rap name would be Notorious F.O.D. <laughs> Father of Daughters. <laughs> Anybody have daughters? Yeah. I live with all women. I got it down to a science. I just wake up and apologize to the first one I say. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was I thinking? No, you're right, I don't listen. No, you're right, no, we should do it your way next time. I clearly don't know what I'm doing. You know, you're right, I mean. <sighs> I have two daughters. I get a lot of this in my house. My buddy has sons. I go, what's it like raising boys? He goes, it's easy. Just know how to hang drywall. I go, why? Because they're either going to run into it or you're going to shove them into it. Just know how to replace drywall. My daughters are like the raptors in Jurassic Park. One gets your attention, the other one attacks from behind. (laughs) I do things to torture them. This past summer, I put my golf shirt on, inside out. And we went to the mall. (laughs) And I just waited. (laughs) All of a sudden I go, Dad! YOUR SHIRT'S IN out! THAT'S THE WAY THE KIDS ARE WEARING IT, JUST KEEP MOVING. <laughs> GOT MY OLDER DAUGHTER, EMMA Frances CALLAHAN. SHE IS A MILLENNIAL. THEY'RE FUN. SHE'S 23, BUT WHEN SHE WAS BORN, SHE WAS BORN WITH COLIC. SHE CRIED ALL THE TIME. PEOPLE GO, OH, THAT WAS TOUGH. WHEN DID IT STOP? I SAID, SHE'S 23, I'LL KEEP YOU POSTED. <laughs> I was arguing with her and she was indignant. She goes, you're too aggressive. I go, Emma, let me explain something to you. My father was an Irish Catholic teamster. Do you want to see aggressive? (laughs) You have no idea what aggressive is. Growing up, my father would say things to me like, you know, you're not my real son. (laughs) My real son plays football for Notre Dame. I'm like, oh, what a coincidence, my real father could afford to send me there.
0: <laughs>
3: we laugh and we laugh, and then he beat me unconscious.
0: <laughs>
3: my dad would give me Alamo beatings. An Alamo beating was if I would just shut up, he stop beating me. But I was going out like the Alamo.
0: <laughs> the
3: odds were against me, my guns were a-blaring. I don't know what I did one day. He chased me up down my room. I shut the door. I put my back against the door. He literally put his fist through the door and was reaching for me like a zombie movie. <laughs> my sister's in the other room going, Joey, just shut up. And of course, I gotta go,
2: who is it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, there he is, Joey Callahan, Notorious F.O.D. And from being an F.O.D., to a dolphin that drinks pee. See what did there? It has been revealed that dolphins recognize each other by tasting one another's urine. Usually dolphins get bored with my experiments. We were tapping into something that is part of the dolphin world, marine biologist Jason Brooks said. It's a whiz of a discovery. Dolphins recognize one another when they taste each other's urine. Have you ever done that? Yeah, definitely not. See, I've sniffed a few butts, but I don't think I've ever drank pee from somebody else. I feel like you would. New research suggests that the ocean mammals have a unique sense of taste that allows them to sense friends and family members through pee and other excretions in the water. According to the study published by the Journal of Science Advances, researchers had a singular purpose... or er, purpose... Uh to see how the creatures reacted to urine samples from different individuals. Turns out dolphins were more likely to show interest in urine collected from other animals rather than random people. Dolphins explored urine samples for longer if they came from known animals or when they were presented together with the dolphin's unique and distinctive signature whistle, an acoustic identifier that works like a name, said Professor Vincent Yannick, director of Scottish Ocean Institutes and is the lead author- authority on the study. Researchers employed the services of bottlenose dolphins who swim with tourists at the Dolphin Quest Resort in Hawaii and Bermuda. Fellow researcher Jason Brooke, a marine biologist um, from Texas, told National Geographic the original goal was to test whether dolphins used their signature whistles in the same way that people rely on names. Brooke couldn't do that unless he found a second way to identify dolphins. Luckily, he remembered that a fellow scientist had previously observed wild dolphins swimming through what the website called plumes of urine, and he figured the creatures might be using it as an ID technique. It was a shot in the dark, but it worked, even though we were not expecting it to work. Dolphins don't have a sense of smell, so, the way they would identify each other was when one dolphin Peter pooped. Oh, God, they eat their own poop. Ugh.
1: That's wonderful.
2: That's good recycling, right there. Uh, the others would swim through the excretions and excrement with their mouth wide open to get a taste of their friend. In Is other that what a- you do? Um, not with the poop so much, but the pee. Yeah, I'll clean it right up. It's very difficult to separate sense of smell from sense of taste. So this is just an exciting opportunity to study how taste works in the world of dolphins. Researchers noticed that participating dolphins spent three times longer analyzing urine they recognized than pee from strangers. (laughs) That's so weird. Um, They also noticed that dolphins seemed to be fascinated um, while this experiment was occurring. The dolphins were very, very keen to participate. Because if not, they were probably going to be sent to the tuna factory. Usually dolphins get bored with experiments. However, we were tapping into something that the dolphins really enjoy. Pee and poop. Jesus. Good story. All right. Then we go from Dolphin P to Joey B. That's right. A story about our good old friend Joe Biden. Where a Florida man was arrested after repeatedly asking 911 dispatchers to arrest Joe Biden. Jacob Philbeck called 911 three times in one hour, asking for President Joe Biden to be placed in prison, and also asking them to free El Chapo. A Florida man is facing misusing 911 charges after he allegedly replaced, allegedly placed repeated calls asking law enforcement officers to arrest Joe Biden. The man, who's 29, was arrested after making a series of calls to Pinellas County 911 system requesting that Joe Biden be arrested and former drug kingpin El Chapo Guzman be freed. Police said the man initially was told that the information he was providing was non-life-threatening, and he was also warned not to make similar calls to 911. The man did not get the message, apparently, because he called the police two more times, saying that President Biden needed to be placed in prison. Please please free El Chapo. Following the three 911 calls, He um, was paid a visit by deputies around 6 a.m. At that time, he was still on the phone with 911, but his arrest cut that call short. He was taken to county jail and booked on charges of misusing the 911 system. He was later released after posting a $150 bond, which noted that the arrest documents said he may have also been under the
1: influence of alcohol. And AC, that's what's happening. All right. So, what type of toppings do you put on this mess? Read one tweet. Crushed souls and shackle-shaped sprinkles. It's a no for me. Is that
2: something so, you So, I
1: scream, you scream. Twitter is screaming at Walmart's new ice cream. The big box retailer apologized to customers this week. Oh, this is bullshit, After too. being accused of attempting to commodify a black holiday with a new ice cream flavor... Swirled red velvet and cheesecake make up the flavor profile of Celebration Edition Juneteenth ice cream. No, it is not which true. Which has left a bitter taste in the mouths of many black social media users.
2: Okay, but hang on. Can I chime in on this?
1: Oh, of course. This
2: is fucking bullshit. You're saying that they they shouldn't be making money off of Juneteenth. You just made up a fucking holiday for Juneteenth.
1: For a reason. We're not going to get too deep into I, it.
2: I don't give a shit. Yeah. All right, you took my my handcuffos and my.
1: All right, images of the new flavor went viral over the weekend after Darian Alexis McNeil, a 39-year-old phlebotomist with Duke University Health System, Stop shared it. pictures of a tub of ice cream on her social media. McNeil, who gave, uh, who goes by the name Electris Jones on social media, exactly. Of course, she wanted the fame here by giving her real name. She uh, says she wanted. She went to Walmart on Saturday night to buy lunch and school snacks for the week. My son asked for ice cream, and we walked down the aisle. I love sherbert, and that's when I was looking for when I saw the Juneteenth ice cream carton, Uh, she told Today Food. And she said, hey, boo,
2: our food stamps don't cover that. My
1: initial reaction was absolute laughter, not because I thought it was funny, but disbelief that someone somewhere approved not only of selling the item, but the colors and graphics of the item. Who thought this was a good idea, and who asked for it? Until recently... Black hair products were locked behind glass in Walmart. Now they're celebrating. They are celebrating Juneteenth. (laughs) What a joke. So in a statement, Walmart apologized for the product. Writing, Juneteenth holiday marks a commemoration and celebration of freedom and independence. However, we received feedback that a few items caused concern for some of our customers and we sincerely apologize currently Walmart sells a number of Juneteenth related items including clothing utensils and decorations
2: how was this offensive
1: so would you like some Juneteenth ice cream on a Juneteenth plate as you sip your beer in a Juneteenth koozie tweeted comedian Roy Wood Jr. still the ice cream has left McNeil and other critics with questions and feelings uh, so what type of toppings do you put on this mess a Twitter user posted on Monday your knee. I like it <laughs> crushed souls and shackle shaped sprinkles it's a no for me um so walmart back juneteenth ice cream uh is in the same vein as what's what happened to black lives matter and pride and anti-work uh tweeted another person as our ideas become more mainstream we have to think of how to protect them from being re- recuperated and de-radicalized uh, juneteenth celebrations date back to 1865 and commemorate the emancipation of enslaved black americans the holiday also highlights one of the greatest injustices in the united states history while president abraham lincoln has declared over three million enslaved people residing in the confederate states free via the emancipation proclamation in 1863 it took over two years for the news to reach those enslaved in texas for generation juneteenth was largely only celebrated within the black community and primarily in the South. Despite various attempts to grant the holiday legal observance, it was only it was only this past year in the aftermath of the killing of George Floyd that the U.S. government ruled formally to recognize Juneteenth after the passing of Juneteenth okay, National nope. Independence Day Act <clears throat> on June 15, 2021, Juneteenth became a federal holiday. Um, if they really wanted to celebrate Juneteenth, giving space to the black creatives, black creators, the black voices... The ones that don't always get their seats at the big table would have been so much better, McNeil added. On the other hand, there were some folks on Twitter, a bet a small minority, who couldn't get behind the outrage, mostly because, like Josh, they saw this coming when Juneteenth became a federal holiday. Y'all fought for Juneteenth to be a national-recognized holiday, and now it's going to be commercialized, like every other holiday. What do y'all think? I'm not fighting over ice cream, LMFAO PLS. Uh, wrote one twitter user i prefer when juneteenth was only acknowledged by certain black people namely in the south Tweeted another person now we got to listen to y'all cry about paper plates and ice cream like y'all don't know what that was coming it's, there you go see there's people on both ends of the spectrum here but
2: still it's not like it's new from ben and jerry's chocolate chauvin crush or anything like that like Well, I don't understand what's so fucking offensive about a carton that had black fists. Nobody's nobody's
1: outraged when they create pride. Like my work, like Pride Ice Cream. My work has this whole palette. I'm trying to figure out what the hell it says. Like Pride sprinklers or something like that. I was like, are these literally like like sparklers? Like I gotta. I'm I'm curious because they're fucking rainbow palettes just showing up. My work has Pride signs that are going up everywhere. Bullshit. Just another reason for fucking people to get offended
2: over nothing.
1: I'm offended that they sell vanilla ice cream. I don't think they should right, have well, vanilla I'm ice lighten- cream anymore. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lighten the mood now. Bullshit. So a protective layer of bulletproof glass pre- prevented the Mona Lisa from enjoying a bit of cake this Fuck! past Sunday. That was story for the next show. But the stoic portrait didn't even flinch when a protester hurled the dessert at her direction. Uh, in the typically crowded mm. Sal de Atas... The room where the painting is exhibited in the Louvre in Paris, an unnamed 36-year-old man disguised as a woman in a wheelchair through what the museum later described as a concealed patisserie at the framed 16th century Leonardo da Vinci painting. The Louvre suggested that the protester used a wheelchair to take advantage of their reduced mobility policy, which allowed him to closer access the artwork. How do you sneak a cake in there? Photo and video taken in the immediate aftermath of the protest show the protective glass covered in a smear of cake before museum staff eventually wiped the glass clean, receiving a round of applause from onlookers. The Louvre stated that the painting was in no way damaged during the incident. The Mona Lisa has been protected by glass since the fifties and Had its now bulletproof case Updated as recently as 2019 The museum salutes The professionalism of its agents Who reacted immediately During the incident The the Louvre said Uh, It's also a reminder that monitoring National collections is at the heart of their mission As for the protester He was filmed being escorted from the museum by security Still wearing an apparent wig And with his wheelchair in tow Speaking in French stating Think of the earth What's wrong with you, Mona? There are people who are destroying the earth. Think about it. Artists tell you, think of the earth. That's why I did this. The protester also had a rose with him, and rose petals uh, can be seen scattered on the museum floor. The Louvre said the man was turned over to police, and yesterday the Paris prosecutor's office stated that he has been sent to the police psychiatric unit, according to the Associated Press. An investigation has also been opened into the damage of cultural artifacts, as possibly the world's most famous piece of art. Attacks on the Mona Lisa aren't unheard of. Over the years, the painting has apparently faced the likes of acid, a rock, a teacup, and spray paint.
2: I would have coughed in her face. I would have got infected with COVID and coughed in that bitch's face.
0: I almost didn't recognize you with all your clothes on.
1: Back to you, Josh. I got nothing. All right. All right. So back to our trivia for this week. All right. So this fast food staple was originally created in the 1980s with input from Chef Rene Arned, who cooked for Queen Elizabeth II and the King of Belgium, among others. Think dipping sauce.
2: So is it a dipping sauce or it's something you use no, with a dipping No, think dipping sauce. sauce. Yeah, think dipping
1: sauce. So I don't fucking know. Chicken fingers. Chicken nuggets. So McDonald's chicken nuggets were originally created in the 1980s from input from Chef René Arnett.
0: No, it is not true.
1: So they were feeding chicken nuggets to Queen Elizabeth II.
2: <laughs> All right. Now, I don't know if this is true. But mine was, what is the loudest animal on the earth? Maybe it's... Think water. I'll give you a hint of that. Whale. A sperm whale. But now this doesn't sound very loud to me.
1: Doesn't sound like anything at all. Here it is. How's this loud?
2: Sounds like somebody with bad bones and joints. Like an old lady with osteoporosis. Like, here it is. You keep saying that. It sounds like Marconi. <laughs> there it is.
1: Sounds like somebody's beefing it a little bit. They got walking farts. Oh, there we go. <laughs>
2: yeah, there it is.
1: That's the loudest animal in the world? That's what it says. Okay. All right. All right, you want to get that outro? It sounds like a fucking rocking chair. Yeah, you want to get that outro going there, Chief. All right, everybody. Apparently, apparently, that's the loudest animal in the world there, folks. All right, before we get into what we do, let's, uh, let's run down this. Uh, thank you so much to Joey Callahan for being part of our show tonight. We appreciate it. Again, please reach out to him. Uh, get onto his socials. Make sure you check out his special on amazon prime um again he did this at the grace of his heart to do this to help us to help him um so please make sure you get on there like and follow him joey callahan comedy on facebook and instagram at joey callahan on twitter yes um, he is also on omnipop.com slash callahan spelled c-a-l-l-a-h-a-n also joey callahan.com uh, remember he's going to be at pocono palace on june 25th he's going to be at hilton head uh in south carolina on july 19th excuse me july 19th through the 21st so please again joey callahan comedy on facebook and instagram at joey callahan on twitter please get out there and check it we will put that uh excuse me and joey callahan.com we will put all of that stuff on our social medias we'll also uh put that stuff over on the josh and site uh, so you can link that up And we'll try and get you like links to the specials I'll see what I can do on there uh, But again, thank you Joey for doing that It was an awesome way to kick off season 3 um, So anyway, that is going to do it with, for the dead end With Josh and AC uh, For season 3, episode number 1 I'm going to mess that up I, I'm going to do it at some point Season season three. 2,
2: episode 54 yeah.
1: Season 3, episode number 1 Of the Josh, of the dead end with Josh and AC Joshandac.podbean.com You mess up the stuff you should know You know how to find us, but just in case you wanted to change it up. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on the Podbean app. Uh we're on Castbox, Pandora, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Samsung, Google Cast, Google Podcast. Uh God, so many different places now. So please, anywhere that you possibly can, uh we can get those listens out there. That'd be fantastic. Uh also remember you can access us on uh, Amazon Music through your Alexa, Josh.
2: I would use a sweeper in my asshole Uh, I would I still would I stand by that Um, Find us on Facebook Josh and AC podcast or simply at Josh and AC You can find us on Instagram Josh and AC podcast on Instagram or you can send us an email Josh and AC podcast at gmail.com also as he said check out Joey Callahan on all of those places we will have links on our uh, Facebook and on our uh, all of our social media so check him out Big thank you to Joey for doing that. You definitely didn't
1: have to do it, and I think it was a great way to kick off Season 3. Yep, and well, hopefully we can get some more along the lines. Hopefully we'll see Joey again on another show with us. But anyway, that's going to do it for us tonight uh, for the kickoff of Season 3. Hopefully you all enjoyed a little bit of Joey Callahan tonight. uh, And uh, so much more to come, as we say every year, but we're so excited to be in Season 3. Thanks for sticking around with us all these these years uh, and going into another season. But we look forward to the next show. And we'll see you next time. Take care, everybody. See you later. Oh, fuck. We never hit record.